0: Welcome to podcast two one eight seven. Enjoy the show, and don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Podcast two eight seven. Hi. Yep. <laughs> hey.
1: You're <laughs> taking too so long. What we... are to you really 20? 20? Ah! <laughs> I'm gonna get it in one of these days. Oh, I can mute you actually. Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna that do would that, be the, the douchiest move that anyone has ever <laughs> do. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Welcome to Podcast 287. Whew, okay. That was hard. Hi. Hi. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing good, my friend. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm happy to hear that you're doing well. Um, I'm doing great. Great. <laughs> Why is this so weird? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, so oh, I went uh, real quick since we last spoke. I went and saw Bad Boys, for life. Oh, nice. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm halfway into it or whatever, and I'm like, there's, there's a key like reveal sort of thing. Yeah. And I said, okay, okay. (laughs) They're gonna go for the Fast and the Furious vibe, right? And so this key reveal ends up being like. And after credit, you know, stinger or whatever, right? And it's like, yep, yep, that's what they're going for.
1: <laughs>
0: that's fine. I mean, really, they brought in some. They brought in some other people. They're certainly not as interesting as, as I think the 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 cast of uh, Fast and the Furious, but mm-hmm. but uh, you know, still good. So it's fun. Not not as not as uh, as uh, groundbreaking as 1917, which.
1: Oh, was amazing. So I'm on this thing. This is going to be something I was going to talk about later, but now's a good time. So I'm doing this thing where I, over the course of the year, for some reason, this past year especially, there have been a lot of movies I've wanted to see, and I have not seen most of them. And now a lot of them are coming back around with the award season and the Oscars and all that kind of stuff. So I'm doing this thing right now uh, where I'm on a mission to see uh, as many of these movies as I can. I'm going to try to see all of the ones nominated for Best Picture. I've already started going through those. A um, couple others, like I already saw Knives Out in theater, so I got to see that, which is nominated for screenplay, stuff like that. Um, hey, how was the ending of that? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Uh, I think that the way I described it is that uh, Ryan Johnson did a great job of constructing this hugely convoluted thing, and then answering it all and straightening it all out within oh, cool. the context of the movie. So it was really good. Uh, my one advice to anybody who wants to go see it is to do what I did, which is just don't try to get caught up in it and figure it out. I mean, if that's how you want to do it, that's fine. But for me, I enjoyed it a lot more just as if you like sit back and just enjoy the ride kind of thing. Well, because there's definitely uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's definitely a part where I was like, I got this. Okay? <laughs> because
0: because they give it to you. Okay. And then I was like, it can't be that easy. Well, maybe it's not. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But either way, to that point, I was like, I don't really care what's going on. I'm having a good time.
1: I'm kinda curious yeah. now since I have seen it, what you think? Yeah, well, we'll talk afterwards. <laughs> so, uh, I'm doing that and I did so I saw like for example I saw nineteen seventeen yesterday. I went and saw that. Ooh. Okay, uh, so
0: real quick, can we can we can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. So this is another example of um, I don't know her name, but uh, Grammys, the girl the man, is it the girl who the Joker just actually won for Chernobyl yesterday? Kilder, Jor- Jorgen, Jorgen, Jorgensorgan? I don't know. Oh, oh like... yeah.
1: I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Okay, so so Joker the score is good. Uh-huh. But I do not believe that score is good outside of the movie. I think well, it fits I'm, perfectly. I'm
1: seeing that on yeah. Wednesday.
0: I haven't seen that yet. Okay, so so Chernobyl, I'm kind of the same way. Dunkirk. You remember Dunkirk? Did you see it? Yes. Yep. I think Dunkirk was absolutely perfect score within the movie, but I haven't really listened to it out of it. Right. I think 1917.
1: That's a lot of Hans Zimmer stuff, actually.
0: Well, but also 1917 feels that way too. There is a I, yeah, track. Yeah. There is a track that I listen to constantly from the score, and it is one of those. It's one of those times that you see a movie and you're like, "Oh my god, this is what, this is why I love movies. This is why I'm here.
1: Is it when he's um, running through like the burning village thing?
0: It's before that a little bit. It's when he's kind of going limit. through the... It's the window and everything's lit up. And and the choir starts to come up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. so slowly. Yeah. I mean, and, that was good. Right. And it's like this... This is why I love movies. There, there's times that when I watch any more westerns, when the music kicks in with the visuals and I get chills and I'm like, this is a scene. This is... This is... This is everything for me. Yeah. Um, but I... Yeah, but I I'm just not sure if that score is like that outside of. So I, I listen to it, but I concentrate on that one that one song only. So
1: yeah, no, I, I totally get that, and I, and like you said, in context of the movie, I think it was absolutely perfect for it as a whole. Um, but no, I feel like uh, I, I would probably get some crap from music people for saying this, but to me overall, that's a lot of Thomas Newman of stuff that works great in the movie and then on its own, it's fine, but it's not the most re-listenable stuff ever to me. Uh, on a normal average product that he has. Well, I think he should win the Oscar just for that
0: <laughs> just for that bit track alone.
1: Uh, See, this this year, I'm kind of pulling for somebody else, this new up and this new and up-and-coming composer who's just now getting a break in his 80s, John Williams. So.
0: You saw I won a Grammy, though,
1: yesterday? I did. Galaxy's Edge, right?
0: Yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, so I mean, Star Wars I'll, ain't done yet. Take it. <laughs> um. So yeah. So 1917 was great, and, and if if it could only win one, I kind of feel like Sam Mendes should get it for best director because I thought the directing was brilliant for how it was constructed.
0: Well, and then somebody said that the the, the main actor for 1917 didn't get nominated, and I was like,
1: really. Yeah, he was he was very good, especially. I mean, I'm not going to say too much about the movie, but it it didn't go the way that you thought at first.
0: Yeah, there there are scenes, uh, and this doesn't spoil anything. There's a scene where it, where it zooms in on his face for a, a long period of time when he's in the back of a truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just like
1: this. It's just from that scene alone. I'm like, why didn't he get nominated? Come to think of it. No, yeah, but, I I totally agree that he should have been based off of that. Your chances are
0: so much better in the Golden Globes because Golden Globe has that weird musical or comedy or uh, drama. And sometimes they just like, hey, guess what? Once Upon a Time is a comedy.
1: Like The Martians is a comedy?
0: Uh, well, yeah. They, well,
1: did they say that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's a comedy. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a comedy. But then once it comes down to it, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio could easily win in one category,
1: but up against Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know. Right. Yeah, no, I, he, he definitely deserves a nod in one way or another because that was such a great performance. But yeah, no, I feel like, like again, the directing, the, the vision that Sam Mendes had with not only, he wrote it as well, uh, or co-wrote it, um, but uh, I don't know, it, it's just, it, it was a, a, I don't want to say too much, but he did, it, through the directing tools that he used, he really made you feel like you were a part of this story with the people who were doing the story, the characters. So, and and it was just, I thought it was done very, very well. So, anyway, and then uh, today, actually, I watched Marriage Story, which is, of course, featuring Adam Driver, who everybody listening knows him very well. Um, And Scarlett Johansson, Laura Dern, again, people know her recently from The Last Jedi. Um, Have you seen that?
0: Marriage Story, no. I don't know if I want to watch it, to be honest. Okay. I mean, especially, there there are just those ones that, that sometimes it hits too close to home. And there's just certain things sometimes like if I watch it, I'm watching yeah. it by myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because you you never you never know what sets off people. So, yeah. So so if I'm watching it with my wife, and she's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> that's, that's totally you. I'm just like, oh, shit, why did I put this on? <laughs> I, I mean, I hate I hate hate watching TV around Christmas time because it's like here comes a commercial for the. For the the jewelry stores, it's like, son of a gun. Changing <laughs> it real quick before she sees. Nice. Yeah, but I just got her a, I just got a really nice ring for her. Our 20th anniversary is uh, the, the beginning of February. so. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's got her a new ring. Um, she's going to
1: put it on her hand with the other ring. I'm guessing so. that either she already knows about it or doesn't listen. Oh, she already knows about it. She was there okay. with me. All right. She's <laughs> a little dance.
0: You well, know, so, while she got it, you
1: know. Just, are you sure she's gonna like it then? If she was, with you? pretty positive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. And for me, it's um, like I don't need anything. I'm good. Well, what, what what else say about uh, the movie? Um, I thought um, it, it it did a very good job of telling the story of what it is. And like you said, if you're not gonna like the story, then you're and you pretty much know what it is. Then you're not gonna like the movie. Um, but it, it was one of those where it's like it, it's really based on reality situations for people like experiences that people go through it's not exactly uplifting per se it's just a a story that somebody can relate to you know um but and and this is one of those things i know people are probably going to roll their eyes and say yeah of course you'd say that but objectively in all seriousness the best thing about that was adam driver like scarlett johansson did a very very good job uh but just he i mean we know how good he is especially with i mean his acting like the Red skywalker we, we've talked about how he's one of the best things to happen to the franchise with, with his acting abilities um but this character that he had to work with here just gave him a broader range of emotions to work with and he did a fantastic like next level job of expressing those emotions and e- even to, to me like I this is not a story that i have been through myself i have not been in his shoes but I could still feel what he was going through, at least to an extent, based because he he just did that good of a job expressing it. Uh, I really can't say enough about him, at, like as an actor, and especially in this role, he was just like phenomenal. So for me, it's one of those. I watched it once. I'm good. I don't need to see it again. I'm happy to see it. And if anybody else wants to see it, I do recommend it. But it's not very very rewatchable. Where you're just like, man, I gotta see that again. It's not that type of movie. Um, but I would love to see like a you know compilation of some of the scenes that he had, just because his performance was that good
0: do you and you probably do i mean i'm going to i'm going to assume this about us and most star wars fans uh, that you get very very protective and supportive of of your actors you I think mean, generally uh, yeah yeah i, I mean i do that i'd certainly do that with uh you know i mean it goes way back but i definitely do it with game of thrones now to where, like, Kit Harington's in Eternals, and it's like, oh, I was already going to see Eternals anyways, and now Kit Harington's in it. You know, the guy who plays Jon Snow, he's going to be in the new Marvel movie, great. And then when they say he's going to be one of my favorite characters, it's like, it's my guy, my guy, he's going to be my other guy. It's fantastic. <laughs> and then you watch you watch movies you don't want to even normally watch because you've watched them in, let's say, Star Wars. Uh, I think it's, what is it? Uh, it's not Lucky. It's not Lucky Number Eleven, unless I'm thinking it is. There's Adam Driver, isn't it? I don't know about that. Can you type that up real quick? Because you're really fast. I think oh, it's a. Uh, I think it's a movie with. Uh, oh boy, who's it by? The guy Lucky who did uh, Lucky Number Seven or Lucky Number Eleven. I know it's really weird, but it's uh, it's uh, by Google.
1: Google says it is Eleven.
0: The guy who did Black. Uh, the guy who did Sex size and Videotape. And I think he did, um, oh boy, He's a, he did Haywire, the movie with uh,
1: Gina Carano. Um, who's the director? Come the on. The director is Paul McGuigan? McGi- okay, definitely not in then. Uh-huh. But
0: uh, is Adam Driver in it?
1: No. It uh, has Josh Harnett, Bruce Willis, Morgan Freeman, Ben well, I'm, Kinley, thinking of I'm, th- I'm thinking something else. I'm thinking That's not the movie I'm thinking of. <laughs> There's a movie really recent look at Adam driver then he's yeah really there's a really movie
0: recently. there's a movie within the past three years that he's in where they rob it's like guys who hang at a bar hang out at a bar end up robbing something
1: okay, so his uh recent movies within the past three years include the Dead don't die no the report nope, the man who killed Don Quixote nope nope nope. Black Klansman?
0: No, that was great with him in it. And I watched that largely because I like both him and John David Washington because of... Uh, of um, He's great in Ballers. But man, it, he, he's great in that movie. Both
1: of them are great. Logan Lucky? That's
0: it, Logan Lucky.
1: Okay. He's excellent doing? in that. And I think that movie's George on by Prime. Oh, Steven Soderbergh.
0: Thank you. Such a good movie. And he's really good in it. And the only reason that I watched
1: it What's because like,
0: all right, I
1: watch Adam and, uh, Driver. Channing Tatum and Daniel Craig are also in it. It says I. I do like both those guys too. I, I do
0: have my man crush for uh, Channing Tatum. I, I don't know if I ever said that on this podcast, but I
1: guess I just added myself. <laughs> uh, Katie Holmes. No. No, I'm saying she's in it. Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> it was a good movie, though.
0: Very good movie. All right. That's, but that's one of those things again. I only watched it because of Adam Driver, right? And then, but then you find yourself, you know, liking these type of things. So then there's some movies I haven't seen of his, but uh, you know, like I watched the vast majority of Harrison Ford movies, even yeah. if I didn't want to, because because Harrison why Ford. Else would, <laughs> yeah, why else would I see Presumed Innocent and Regarding Henry in the
1: theater? Well, I mean, Regarding Henry is an amazing movie. Yeah, but you don't know that though. When you're, well, you yeah, know, yeah. It, yeah. But that's part of the yeah, reason man. he gets cast. So you go see it. Yeah, they they it worked. I went and saw I went and saw Witness in the theater as a kid. Because when Mr. J.J. J. Abrams wrote it, you know he uh, wasn't big enough of a name to draw you in on that only. So he had to get somebody like Harrison Ford.
0: It works. It works. I, I'm even considering watching that uh, that show about the Crusaders because of Mark Hamill. Oh uh, yeah. But first season, first couple episodes in the in the first season were kind of rough. Never
1: oh, really? finished it. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's—I don't want to say that's his four takes. That sounds bad, but like he—he he does like to do some of these things that are not mainstream, A-list types of productions. You know.
0: I think it's on a History Channel.
1: I mean, it's pretty—it's a pretty decent channel. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's not like it's a a, a Paramount movie or something.
0: True. I don't know so uh, i'll watch i'll watch marriage story I'll, I'll give you a report i just don't know when
1: yeah no that's fine because I mean, like i said you know if you know you're not gonna like it just based or, or questions about it just based off of the the you know <laughs> the content of what the movie is about you know like i said it's not a not a happy story but um it's obviously not supposed to be so i think it did a good job at at being what it was supposed to be you know but again his his acting was just really something um Especially like the far along it went, you know. At first, because the character progression and all that kind of stuff. About uh, just over halfway through to the end, he had a couple different scenes that were just like, as soon as the scene was done, I just didn't even want to like talk. I just wanted to like, can we just you pause we it and take a moment, get up and clap for him? Basically, like, he was really good. So he has no idea if that scene's any good because he's never watched it. Yeah, I know. He said he doesn't like uh, seeing his own stuff. Yeah, which Man, I mean, I've, I've heard n- that many before. actors like that, like Johnny Depp's like that. Yeah, but uh, he
0: got up and left. He got up and left because somebody showed a clip. He's like, "I told, like, I told you, we ain't watching the clip." And then yeah. he showed the clip. He's like,
1: "Later." <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I don't. I don't think I'd be that level. I think I would watch it, but I get being uncomfortable about it. I wouldn't really necessarily want to see myself on screen either.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you got to know you're a pimp.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, you know. Uh... Like I, said, I wouldn't get up and leave, but I I wouldn't be like oh yes let's go watch myself like I I you yeah. know. Enough. Um. So let's see. Uh. Next up, by the way, I'm next. I'm, I can't watch anything tomorrow because I have this podcast I got to work on. Um. But after that, I will be seeing Joker's the next one up on my list. So.
0: Yes. Yes. White male rage.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> the thing everyone's saying. <laughs> So I'll watch that. I guess I'm going to try to you, see at least all the Best Picture nominees.
0: Do you have white male rage, Tim? You don't seem like an angry guy.
1: Uh, you know, I hide it all from the podcast that you guys listen, but then as soon as it's done, it all comes out and it's not pretty. So you're, so you're
0: like the male version of Karen whenever you go into like... Uh, <laughs> uh, what is it, uh, Wegmans? You're like, you know, these, this this broccoli <laughs> is not
1: organic. I could tell. Like I specifically... Read in your paper that this was going to be Vermont broccoli and this is yeah. Michigan broccoli. I don't even know. Where Nobody likes Michigan bro- broccoli. Sense. Come on, do, do they even do broccoli in Michigan? Just, I don't know. This is broccoli, broccoli grow?
0: it's it's well, Michigan broccoli is grown in the
1: burnt out houses, uh, that people no longer live in in Detroit. Leading so broccoli how- producing states are California, Arizona, course. Texas, and Oregon. Of course, we are. It's also grown in large scale in Italy. Mmm. Yeah, Broccoli Rob. I don't know. See, you know, this is a podcast where, sure, do we talk about Star Wars? Yeah. Do we talk about movies and pop culture? Yeah, but we also learn. Now we know more about Broccoli than he thought when he started the show.
0: I need to watch it. I want to go through that AFI list.
1: Oh, that would be good, too. Yep. So, anyway, um, now that everybody knows that that's my plan, I can report back next week on progress with these movies. Um, so, uh, and actually, Parasite, I'm really looking forward to. They're bringing it back to one of the theaters by me um, to see there. So, I'm just going to hit up a theater and, and watch that one. So, that'll be cool, too. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> so, there are a couple of different things we were going to get to. Uh, first thing I just want to mention real quick is that one of our uh, – um, ancestral relatives of his podcast. His his name is Noah Outlaw. And uh, he is working with Corey, and they um, have some really cool stuff that they're doing together now. And he put out a tweet yesterday, actually. I didn't realize it was yesterday, yesterday morning. um, Where he said, some fun news we just learned. The Star Wars Rebels sequel series is slated for a winter 2020 release. So sometime toward the end of this year. Um, About roughly the same time that we're going to be getting Mandalorian season two. So and here's a
0: question though. Yeah. Is
1: winter is winter 2020, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Does that fall under February of 2021?
1: Well, you know, because you have that question, does it start at the end of the year? Like, you know, like between, Christmas, like, well, like, between Christmas and new year or something and then continue into the next year? Or does he just mean, you know, it's only going to be, I don't know. Six weeks from November to December, or or but
0: if but if somebody told what I'm saying is if somebody told you it's going to be out in winter 2021, you would assume that that's like Thanksgiving, that's November December. True, yeah, of 2021. But it but does winter fall into that? You know, what do you call winter when it goes across years?
1: Yeah, I feel like you have to take this to mean the end of the year 2020 for it to
0: start? I don't. I don't because I'm looking at it going, it's probably February of, of uh, 2021.
1: Well, I could see it going into that on a weekly basis, but I don't know if it would start then because that's a different year. It's not 2020.
0: Well, Di- Disney right now is, is uh, I'd be curious to see what their subscription numbers are.
1: Oh, see, right here, he had a follow-up tweet. He says, so in the latter half of this year, we'll get Mandalorian Season 2 and the Rebels sequel. Same time? I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, you might be right. Maybe they do start it in December. But but I, I honestly think that, uh, you know, Disney's got this really bad lull right now before. I think Winter Soldiers is the first thing that's going to pop besides, uh, besides Clone Wars. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, but... What else is there to watch? Have you watched anything on uh, on there since? <laughs> you haven't, right?
1: No, I want to. There are things I want to see, but I haven't, no. Togo's good. Yeah, Well, like Aladdin, I never even saw that, and it's on there now, and I well, want to watch that. that's fun. Yeah, that's what I heard.
0: Yeah, it's just going to be my new, my new thing for things that I want to say that I like, but I don't want to get yelled at <laughs> for it.
1: Well, like, I wasn't joking before when I said there are a lot of movies I wanted to see this year, and 95% of them I didn't. So, well, then I of think Toy Story
0: is coming uh, within I a few, within a few weeks, too. I didn't either, which I'm yeah. kind of ashamed of myself.
1: I know. I was going to. Like, I legit, I even had plans to see it, and then it had to get canceled for whatever reason, and then I never did. I've seen
0: every Toy Story in the theater. I also saw when they did the uh, double feature where it was both Toy Stories in 3D. I took my son. I even saw Toy Story... Before Toy Story came out, I saw the the what is it the, what's that called when you do the screening to see what you like? They they do the screenings before the movie even comes out to so you see if you like it or don't like it.
1: Like like a preview test screening or something.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I saw like... te- I saw a test screening of Toy Story.
1: Oh oh okay okay, I thought you meant for something else. I'm like because uh, I'm like that's all I could think of. I'm like but I don't know if, if like that's too easy. Well, <laughs> no that
0: one that one was pretty much finished like. I didn't really, I can't recall any changes from that one. I mean, I've been lucky to see a lot of test screenings. I saw, yeah, I saw the how, 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 what is it? How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, yeah. Katzenberg was in the audience because it was DreamWorks, and that one was rough. I mean, there was still the pencil <laughs> sketches. Oh, really? And I, I, I saw Hercules the same way.
1: Okay, look, this is all awesome though. Like, I was all happy. I, I saw uh, Kong Skull Island before it was released, like a week early. Well, see, over, over here, there's a certain, there's a certain couple areas in California. Like, I grew up in—I
0: don't know how to describe it—but I grew up in Lakewood, California, and which is right next to Long Beach. Uh-huh. And demographically, it is exactly what studios wanted: um, middle class. Uh, uh, I mean, let's let's be honest. At the time, they wanted middle class white people. Mm -hmm. and that's what liquid was and so they would have all of their screenings and their test screenings there so i saw i saw a super long cut of um from dusk till dawn okay and uh robert robert rodriguez was there and i got invited to i got paid 10 extra dollars to sit in the audience afterwards and give my opinion on the film i saw hard target (laughs) I i know but they paid uh, I got to see Hard Target and Hard Target. The people that were there were Van Dam was there, John Wu was there, and um, oh, uh, Sam Raimi Sam Raimi was there because he was a producer. So I got John Wu's oh, autograph. I... I got Sam Raimi's autograph, and Van Dam said no because I give if I give you my autograph, everyone will want one.
1: Yeah, well, I got I got the Statue of Liberty on on my side, and the Washington what? Monument and Disney World. Yeah, well. But, anyways, I also met Sydney Poitier. Liberty Bell, Sydney Independence Poitier. Hall. Capitol. It's
0: not Sydney Poitier though.
1: I'm trying to think of other things that I got.
0: <laughs> Broadway. Yeah. I saw. I saw a movie with Clint Eastwood in the audience.
1: Okay, you know you can stop talking now. So, in the
0: line of fire um, before it was even finished. Uh,
1: so. Uh, what else? Uh Star Wars stuff. We're not talking about Mark's experiences that make other people jealous anymore. Um, I don't have them much anymore. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> so rebels, we got that done. I can close that out, right? Sometime yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and
0: while we're while we're on that, let me let me say that.
1: Yes. Star Wars Resistance ended
0: last night. The right. series finale, right. a forty so minute one. Oh, wasn't that long? Yeah, it was just considered one episode at, at like 40-something
1: minutes. So basically two. Episodes. No,
0: it was one episode. It was There was no
1: divide. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's basically like two episodes. Lengthwise. Sure.
0: Sure, but they didn't have it like the week before there was two episodes together. It was two episodes. Right. Uh, it was good. I mean, I, I like the show. I At the end of the day, though, I mean, it doesn't really fit in. They didn't do that much to fit it in with a larger sequel trilogy. Uh-huh. Um, I don't even know, honestly, if they intended to wrap it up when they did. Uh-huh. Because uh, there is no, like I know la- on the last episode we talked with Sal about what we thought would be cool. Right. No, none of that. <laughs> None of that. I mean, it legitimately ends
1: and there is no allusions whatsoever to anything in Rise of Skywalker. None. Okay. I mean, it would have been really cool. I'm not surprised about it, but it would be really neat if they did do something like that.
0: Well, it it ends their story sort of somewhat. I mean, mean, spoilers. The main thing is that there's been one starter story kind of after them. The one that has the, the gold dude on it, Commander, whatever the heck his name is. Yeah, and the other girl, and they kind of solved that problem, and everything's great. And then it came out today from Lucasfilm. They showed the ILM models that they created for Rise of Skywalker. So three of the ships are in the final battle in Exegol. Uh huh. So you know, you know that at some point afterwards, Kaz was on the final battle of Exegol, and so was I think uh, not Sonara, but uh, oh man, I forget her name. I'm horrible at names. Anyways, yes, three people.
1: Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it was a good show. Uh,
0: I, 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 the things that I liked about the show the most, actually, were when they were in the Star Wars universe, but they weren't beholden to the, the sequels. So there's a really good episode to where they're on a, uh, on a somewhat water planet, and they're trying to get help from this race of, like, you know, I don't know, people that kind of look like somebody from Aquaman. Okay. And there was giant, there was giant creatures, and I think it was voiced. the The lead lady was voiced by Lucy Lawless from Xena: Fame, and it was like this is cool. You know, you're in the Star Wars universe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would like a show like that. I, I think the show suffered more when they felt like they had to tie themselves to, to the sequel trilogy because I don't think they knew what was going on with the sequel trilogy, so they didn't really tie themselves that much to it.
1: Well, it's kind of cool too. With with like Clone Wars, part of what was so cool about that, they expanded the lore of the prequels. But they, I wouldn't say that they were tied to it.
0: No, but you knew where it fit in 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 the universe. In this one, it's like, okay, where are they going? They're on the run from the First Order. Mm -hmm. But they never. There are people coming in from the Resistance who are like, "Yes, we're looking for you know people to help us." It's like, well, they're right there. I already know that the rest of the resistance meets up somewhere. So if right. you can get to them, why can't they fly to Leia and all them on their planet? I mean, that's that's what that's what my my logical brain says. But at the end, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was great. I, I think I do understand why they ended it. But I would not have a problem if it's somewhere down the road these characters came back because they're all fun, right?
1: So how would you summarize the show or the entire series in one sentence to somebody who has not watched Star Wars animated shows before?
0: How to summarize Star Wars resistance.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: a group of varied aliens and humans live on a giant space ship on the run from the resistance trying to save their lives and make a difference in the fight against the first order.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah. and overall you would say that you like it, correct? Oh, I,
0: I definitely like it. I, there, there's one episode. that's probably one of my favorites to where they, they need like help. They need food or they need fuel or something. So they go to like a floating casino, right? Yeah. And it's run by a hut.
1: I do remember that one.
0: Right. And it was like, you know, they have to race to try and raise money and the huts trying to backstab them and all that and double yeah. deal them. And it was like, that's fun. It's, you know, it's Star Wars because there's things within the Star Wars universe, but it's not necessarily important to
1: everything else. That was yeah, the type yeah. of things that I enjoyed the most. it was It was a classic story that you could use in any setting.
0: Yeah and and I think I feel the same way about the Mandalorian. Mandalorian has little callbacks to things that we love within the Star Wars universe, but it's a classic story. Yeah. You know, it, we, yeah. we've seen that story before but not in a Star Wars setting, and so it's nice to see that. Yeah. So, anyways, I and I, and I hope you know, I I could segue into it. I hope Obi-Wan would be the same.
1: <laughs> nice. You took that right from me, but nice. Yeah, sorry. I'm giving, no. I'm giving it to you. You know, if it's that good of a job, feel free to do that. So thank you. <laughs> sorry. Alcohol went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kenobi, Obi-Wan, the series. Uh, there were rumors and, and reports and conversations happening online. I think a large part of it, if not all of it, stemmed from Collider. Is that correct? And then Hollywood Reporter after that?
0: Well, there's just random rumors at one point um, that, oh, my God, it's in trouble, and it's canceled. And then everyone's like, shut up. No, it's not. You guys are just clickbaiting trolls. Including Ewan McGregor saying yeah. that. And then it came out that, okay, uh, there is something going on. The production has been shut down indefinitely, quote, unquote, though and McGregor still thinks that they'll meet there original release date in twenty twenty one?
1: Well, I'm like it's not really known really. He just says that their release date has not moved. Um yeah, my understanding, you can correct me where I'm wrong, but my understanding of this is that yeah, the the production crew and people who were gonna be working on it were sent home because the production of the show was delayed.
0: Well they're not just sent
1: home. They're
0: let go. Okay. That so so when everyone's like it's not a problem, it's like, well it kinda is for those people who so so let's say you're trying to find a job, you're a hairstylist or whatever, and 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 Obi-Wan calls you and says, hey, look, we're more than happy to, uh, we're going to hire you. And you're like, oh, God, yes. But then at the same time, it's like, who is it? Uh, She-Hulk. Says, hey, look, we're about to get going. We're ready to hire you. And you're like, I'm going with Obi-Wan. <laughs> So you turn you turn down She-Hulk and go with Obi-Wan, and then Obi-Wan <laughs> says, "I'm sorry, we're indefinitely delayed. Essentially, you're laid off.
1: Right.
0: Now, if you if you're still around when we start up in six months, a year, whenever, we'll hire you back. But maybe you go, oh, 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 sorry, excuse my friend. You're like, oh, oh crud. Let me try and jump back over to She-Hulk and see if I can
1: get that job. And they're
0: like, oh, sorry, it's filled." <laughs>
1: You know, it's it's definitely a, a sucky situation then for everybody who is involved with it. I hope oh, they, it works out for them, but that's a big if.
0: But everybody acts like it's not a big deal. Like, oh, if they just pushed it back and say, like, yeah, but think about the people who... Think about all the under-the-line you know, people that, that work there. Think about yeah, the it's, carpenters it's, and the caterers and, and the hairstylists and, and the special effects people. Think about it, all those people.
1: Yeah, it's not a big deal to us. We're still going to get it in whatever form it's going to be in, but... Uh, and it's not really a big deal to people like, you know, Kathy and Ewan and And Deborah. I'm not saying that they don't care about these people. I'm like, it doesn't really affect but them it, directly. And
0: honestly, it needs to be a big deal uh, for Kathy. I mean, the usual, well, yeah. you know, the, the usual cheerleaders are out there trolling their batons and like, you know, hey, look, she did a great job because she decided to stop it before it started. It's like, but why even announce it if it's not ready to go? Don't announce it.
1: You know, but here's the thing. I, mean, I have no doubt that it's a hard job to balance making these things, keeping the you fans happy. You better not happy. be stuck in. No, hole. Hey, wait a minute. I know it's a hard job to be, you know, making these things, making the fans happy, balancing the leagues, working between Disney and the fans. I, I get that it's not going to be easy. However, I, it is a hard job. So you need to have somebody who is up to doing it. And I, I'm not... Saying that she needs to be fired, but it's not a good track record that she's been building right now with it's the a production issues. Record. I mean, look at things like it's James Mangold horrible. and Josh Trank and Colin Trevorrow and this and Solo. Wait, and all of, James, James Mangold was supposed issues. to do what? The Boba Fett movie.
0: And, and Josh Trank was supposed to do what? Well, that was also the Boba Fett movie, right? Right, and that thing yeah. never existed. It never happened. Right. So you right. technically have two directors who are supposed to direct something that didn't exist. Now, here's the crazy thing all wrapped up in your little Obi-Wan story is that rumors have come out, right? Right. That they may be retooling Obi-Wan to do a movie.
1: Well, okay? back into it because it wasn't originally a movie and then a right. the TV show right. and you know, maybe back to the movie. So not only do they go, oops, we're canceling <laughs> the movie.
0: Oops, we're going to make it a series. Oops, we're casting <laughs> the series. Oops, it's a movie. It's like, can you guys just figure out what you want to do? And then once you start doing it, like actually filming it, doing it, then announce it. Because you've yeah. got you've got you and McGregor on one hand saying, oh, the scripts are great. Right. Well, then why'd you fire the guy?
1: <laughs> I and, mean, and then if, if well, I don't know how much great, of it he knows. I mean, he yeah, might be being told had that to it's read it. Yeah, but and he, maybe had he thought was it was ready. great, and then they didn't tell him that they fired the person yet. So he's like, "No, he's still on." No, and the are great. this was after. This was after. That's why I said they might not have told. I mean, I, I don't know what what he's clued into. I mean, he might be aware of it all, or he might be only aware of part of the story. I, I don't. Well,
0: know. but then the other, but then the other rumor was that only two scripts had been written. You mean to yeah. tell me you announced something before that many scripts have been written? It's like stop doing this. How hard is it to get scripts written? and then do it It, it, it's it's ridiculous and we kept talking about january is supposed to be the year that they supposed to be the month that they announce you know what's coming on yep you know damn well what's going to happen is uh the next movie is obi-wan directed by deborah chow we're making it a movie instead of a
1: series it's like you lazy sons of I, i i don't think it'll be this month either like the only few days left i don't see that happening in the next few days
0: yeah because why I mean, if everything's running according to plan and, and everything's great and Kathleen Kennedy, woo-ha <laughs> you'd have something to announce. It's it's like it's like how many things were announced at different celebrations that just haven't happened.
1: And honestly, I feel kinda bad for Ryan Johnson. Uh, everybody's always asking him, Hey, what's up with the Star Wars movies? And he's just kinda like, I don't know. We're talking about it. And that's been his why... answer for a few months. Yeah, and imagine if he'd been waiting, he was
0: like, you know, go make knives out i'm gonna go make my own thing and in the meantime it's like i'm gonna go take my own production company and then he stole some I'm like, i don't know if he stole somebody but he swiped somebody from lucasfilm to be part of his production company yeah do you think kiri hart she's now part of it you know nobody's nobody knows why she was suddenly removed from like the head of the story group but she's working with him
1: now mm-hmm.
0: And then he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna start working on Knives
1: Out too. How's that?" Oh wait, is he, really? Oh, he's he's gonna he, do another one. Oh, nice! I didn't hear that.
0: Oh yeah, he's ready for it. I don't know if that's his next film. No, but, that's that's awesome that it's coming though. I think that's great. He was even joking. Somebody told him that that the next movie should just have Daniel day uh, Daniel Daniel Craig doing entirely <laughs> doing entirely different accent. <laughs> but there be, but there be no explanation on why.
1: That would be amazing. Yeah, so amazing. He responded to it like, "I think that's a great idea." That would be absolutely phenomenally amazing. I really need that to happen.
0: He's got, he's got his own stuff going on. He doesn't need Star Wars. And honestly, if you're Ryan Johnson, unless you've got this so insane idea that you're so passionate about. Do you really want to deal with with this fandom?
1: I know. It's not exactly inviting for creators at this point. It's, not, it's really not. It's really not. I mean, I mean, look at look at we got the release
0: of the concept art. We got multiple releases of concept art for for Devaro's script. We've got yeah. Davaro saying, "Yep, that is that is what the concept art was going to be." Yep. And you, then you've got people who are going, "Why do we need the concept art?" You know, they, you got people complaining because we got to see what a unproduced Star Wars movie would be about. Yeah, you, know, world. you know,
1: if you find yourself complaining more than being excited about stuff related to Star Wars right now, then maybe it's not the right time for you to be in a fandom like this. And I'm not I'm Come not gate, I'm not gatekeeping or anything, but I'm just like, if you're not enjoying it, then find something that you do enjoy. <laughs> I mean, because you, you're just dragging down... Like, for me, I think in you know, all this is great. I'm loving getting this concept art from Duel of the Fates. I really want to read that script that's apparently out there for a select people to see. I really want to see that and, and read it. I love the these movies, Red Skywalker. Like I think it's all amazing. I'm psyched about Mandalorian, Clone Wars. I mean, I'm very excited about all of this stuff. And so it's a good time for me to be a fan for everything. But again... there some... If, if it's I'm not sorry, for you, that if it's not the time for you, that's fine. That's not a problem. No one's saying that you're not a Star Wars fan. It's just that maybe you want to refocus with something that does make you happy. Well, and just looking at the script, I, I, my mind prefers or my heart
0: prefers Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. um, because I like what Rise of Skywalker did with Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, Rey, and all that. Right. But. Damn, I mean, I don't see how if you weren't a huge fan of of Last Jedi, I mean, this was pretty. It moved that story. It it followed the beats from both movies. I think better.
1: Oh yeah, than well, Rise it of Skywalker did. It definitely did. I mean, like I said, I I, I we said this before. Um, the Rise of Skywalker, I feel like that should be Episode Nine. However. I want to see Duel of the Fates made in a, like, not canon, almost like an official fan production (laughs) or something. Like, I want to see this movie and and not have it replace anything. But it just seems awesome in and of itself that I want to view it as a movie. Well, no, there was that comic book. I think
0: we talked about it before. that There was a comic book that came out that took the very first George Lucas Star Wars script, and they had a limited series out of it. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea to do this. You know, they—they, they, kind of like—I mean, back in the day, they had a thing oh, yeah. called Star Wars and Star Wars Infinities, where it was like an Else Worlds or a What If Star Wars. Well, I, I was going to say What If, or even a book on the production of it, with the art, with the screenplay, and this is what you didn't get. Yeah, that, that, I nothing, that would love that. Nothing wrong with it, because some so, of the art's gorgeous. Well, actually, all of oh, it's gorgeous. It Some of it is really like. So, there's that one concept art piece where she's got, uh, it's like, uh, looks like Luke from Return of the Jedi. It's got that little flap. Right. Uh, she's all in black. She's got her double bladed, you know, blue lightsaber. And it's like, that stuff's cool. You know, we didn't get it. Um, but that yeah. stuff's cool. E- even, even Hux, man. Hux committing Seppuku with, with a red lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah. it was it purple? Okay.
1: Well, well, the script said purple, but the concept art was red. Yeah
0: or even or even the one picture, and I don't know what it went from where like Ghost Luke or Force Ghost Luke is like grabbing the color uh, winds lightsaber,
1: yeah, that's great. the 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 concept art of Ray kind of floating with Luke in the background while she's doing some training was cool. Seeing that mortis creature was cool well one thing i want to say real quick you mentioned the her her costume that looks like luke's from return of the jedi i saw some people online reacting to that and talk about how crap of an idea that was and they're just reusing what came before how original all this and i feel like I, i kind of want to point out a lot of times with concept art especially early on when things like costume design and characters are not fully fleshed out yet they will use things that came before uh, so like you will find like for example Finn in the one concept art was an image taken from him in Force Awakens, you know. So I feel, <laughs> feel like, yeah, yeah. So I feel like this picture or the the image of Ray and Luke's thing was that they hadn't finalized what she would look like yet. So with this being the final installment of this trilogy, they're like, yeah, hey, let's just use Luke's getup for now until they figure that out. Because this was early on in the production process.
0: Well, I, you know, it's not even that though. Let me just say that I think they really. Um, drop the ball on outfits in general for uh, for people. Uh, I I think Ray, it's like you know. Honestly, you you come from a warm planet. Space should be cold. <laughs> you think you think you'd alter up your clothes a little bit.
1: Well, and I get what they what, what they did what they did with the whole Leia scenes and all that. But yeah, I but it's like still, you can still just a it.
0: very it's still a variation the. the Last Jedi is a variation on the first and and the third is a variation on on both and it's like you know Han Solo okay fine it's Han Solo with a jacket or not or a camouflage or not but Leia had multiple outfits Luke had multiple outfits I don't see why he he had different ones in each movie
1: and they were very different from the other
0: yeah Luke's got like what he's got hooded Jedi he's got non hooded Jedi he's got what is it? Uh, uh, uh,
1: he's got the Bespin, like tan get up. Yeah, he's in the X-wing.
0: camouflage Camouflage Endor.
1: Yeah, of course, his New Hope look, of course.
0: Yeah, he's got Ceremonial Luke.
1: Yeah, we got Last Jedi. <laughs> he looked different in Last Jedi than he did in uh, Force Awakens, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, and then he even had, uh, what was it? Uh, Hoth Luke, Hoth Ham.
1: Yeah, oh, when he said ceremonial, you mean throne room Luke? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that too.
0: Which is one of my favorite Luke's, uh, my Luke's. One of my favorite <laughs> looks, looks at Luke. So or Luke looks. For him. Luke
1: looks. Yes, nice. He's gonna flip through it. Like yeah. <laughs> so I I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm like, how did we get here? Yeah. So there were, you know, I I think we ended up on this conversation because of talking about uh, Obi Wan's things and Kathy Kennedy and all that, right? We did. So yeah, I just I feel like at this point. Uh, Somebody needs to be in charge to where the public is not. There shouldn't be issues to this extent. I feel. I mean, I know things happen all the time, but I feel like to this extent is a little unusual, and uh, we shouldn't be as aware of it as we are.
0: So, you think they should change things up a little bit?
1: Yeah, I know what's interesting about this.
0: Yes. What, what is that, Sam?
1: What's interesting is that there is a story report oh. rumor leak. Going around <laughs> recently, uh, uh, what? <laughs> um, now this is my—if I remember correctly, this stems from we've got this covered, uh, and they oh, it's
0: probably fake then.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> I'm like they—they're—they're—they seem to be doubling down. On this where they said that this is the same source that got stuff right with the Rise of Skywalker. Um. I don't know. I haven't really followed that. Like for, for me, if it's not from makingstarwars.net or a couple other sources, uh, I take everything with a huge grain of salt, unless it's from one of these few places. Um, so I feel like we should take this with a grain of salt, but they seem to be pretty adamant about it, but we'll see. Um, but they were saying that George Lucas is open and willing to return to Star Wars and kind of take the helm again. However he will not do it unless he is given full creative control.
0: I think and, it's a lie.
1: And supposedly he would be willing to uh, be like the guy on top with Dave Filoni as his number two guy, and they would basically run everything. Now, yeah, when I first read that, I I did get the vibe that that is a little like, fiction y for, <laughs> for a Lucasfilm. Like like that's what a couple people would want. And so they're like, hey, let's just say that this is what's going to happen. But it's still worthy of discussing it because, in the off chance that it does happen, I mean, I don't know. It would be, it would definitely be interesting. And they say that uh, uh, Disney isn't very on board with this yet because they don't want to give him complete control. They still want to have involvement with it. Um, oh, I... well, probably. <laughs> but it's still worthy of discussing. Hey, but but see, here's what I think, honestly, is that
0: uh, I do think there's a shakeup coming. I, I do think Lucas will be more involved,
1: uh-huh.
0: possibly, I, I, I've said it before, but possibly as a, a creative consultant, because right. he's already a creative consultant, at least on The Mandalorian. W- what the about like alone. a
1: producer or something?
0: No, no, here, here's what already happened. We just don't know it yet.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. This is, this is my bold prediction, like the adats ads coming out of the water and, and blah, blah, blah.
1: Okay. I'm ready. He, he directed an episode of Mandalorian season two. <laughs> I could I could actually see that and that would be great. I don't th- right? I don't, I don't it, think it's... it actually did happen, but I could see it happening and it would be really cool.
0: Look, let's just go out on a limb and say podcast 287 this is what happened. Because if we're wrong, we're like, well, you know, it okay. sure sounded right. <laughs> it sounds more believable than anything else like like he's already yeah. been it seems like he's already been there for multiple episodes. That they probably, you, already, you know, he already directed a scene. That they probably just said, "Hey, George, why don't you direct this episode that has a uh, Boba Fett return?" He's like, "Yeah, it sounds good. Don't do that."
1: <laughs> Especially if it's one that Dave wrote or something.
0: Yeah, and that's why that's why there's a photo of him uh, holding Baby Yoda. From, yeah, I don't know if it's from season one or season two, but I honestly imagine it's from season two. Yeah, and George Lucas is there directing so.
1: this episode. <laughs> uh, you know that I
0: episode. Mean? That would be cool. That would be great. It really would be. You heard it here first on Podcast 287. <laughs> we know the beats.
1: <laughs> well, and we also we know John Favreau is going to direct one of them as well uh, for season two. Didn't so, didn't
0: Outlaw Noah say that Maul would be making a return in the Obi Wan series?
1: I think. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, how'd how that how that prediction go? Well, we'll never we know, because apparently they're scrapping that. Well, we now find out that it was only
0: two episodes that it was ever written.
1: Yeah. and Well, and uh, uh, Jason has said that Jar Jar was coming back and that, but again... Yeah, you know, we'll who, never know. Yeah, because that, that may, may well be... I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's part of what Kathy saw. She was like, no. <laughs> Bearded Jar Jar, no. Just don't fly. <laughs> I don't know. But... I don't, I don't know. See, here's the thing. Now, and I know this is not going to happen anytime soon. We're looking. If this does happen, this is years, maybe even decades down the road. But I really want to see old, unused concepts for Star Wars. Not just the arts, but like, for example, what George Lucas wrote for 1313, whatever that was going to be. Oh, yes. Or Underworld, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff. I want that. I want those stories. I want to see. I know this is going to happen, but I, I, want, I want to know what, where his mind was going with these things. I want to know the treatments for what his sequel trilogy was going to be. I like the one that we got, but I'm just curious. What was George going to do? We have some yeah, but clues. For, but don't
0: forget the thirteen, thirteen, or whatever, or, what, or whatever he wrote. It was it was Sheev being a good guy until he got screwed over. Right. Remember that?
1: I I, I vaguely yeah.
0: I guess one of the stories that somebody said was that the Sheev Palpatine got hurt by a woman, and that's what turned him bad. Yeah. Oh, that'd go over so well in this fan base.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of makes sense, given current canon, though, doesn't it? What do you mean? I mean, he has a granddaughter.
0: Yeah, but, like, he's he's a good guy, and then a girl spurns his love, and he's like, I'm gonna be the
1: ruler of the world. Okay, uh, okay. All right. It's George Lucas.
0: I know. I mean, it's classic
1: sort of you know, yeah, we
0: have to assume somebody hurt Hitler somewhere. For the
1: uh, <laughs> well, I mean, look what able. he did with like with Anakin. Like, like, yeah, he got all upset because his mom died and his uh, uh, I can. I'm just picturing Padme, and I cannot think of the name. Significant other, you know, had the issues that happened there, and all of a sudden, yeah, he's an evil galactic ruler of the galaxy. I mean, it's not that big of a stretch to think he would do something like that for the emperor.
0: I want a young. Palpatine show, showing that he's a good guy and he gets her out. I want to see the thirst from the fandom. <laughs> How they start calling him Baby Sheev and and you know he needs to be protected and the world done him wrong and and let's forgive Emperor Palpatine. I need I need to see that in my life because you know what happened. You no, know I'm right.
1: And something you say reminded me there is this one scene in Marriage Story where Adam is getting his haircut. So he's got like a, just like a towel over his shoulders, but he does not have a shirt on. And I, all I could think of was the Ben Swolo people.
0: Does he actually get his haircut?
1: Yeah, a couple times. It, it, it's, I don't want to say it's re- relevant to the plot, but it, it's kind of relevant where, with this whole haircut thing. So what
0: I'm saying is one of those haircuts where he gets a cut and it's like, you just look the same.
1: Pretty much, well, yeah. He's,
0: yeah. I mean, it's I mean, basically a trim. I, we saw that concept art of, of him with bald, with a bald head.
1: Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, would he really have done that? Because every movie he's in, he has the same hair.
1: I saw... Uh, so There was that whole thing with the Korean concept for The Rise of Skywalker that's being recalled now and all that kind of stuff. Um, what I do you saw... mean? Wait, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, hold on, what? What's
1: yeah, this? you didn't hear about
0: that? No, I heard somebody joke about the the Korean book Get recalled, yeah.
1: but yeah, that's yeah, not no, the so I'm
0: getting.
1: Well, so there was uh, in Korea, they had a release of the uh, the concept art for the Rise of Skywalker, and it, the book. And, yeah, yeah, and that's everything was that it. came out. I'm again, yeah, there were pictures from it that were posted online, yes, and it has since been recalled. Why? And I, they, no one said it's just like, yeah, so we I, want those, but and they're destroying them.
0: I might get my, I might get my uh emperor palpatine uh concept art after all
1: well no no, i don't because like I said, they were calling it and destroying the copies that were sent out so i don't know why i don't know
0: well because there's there's nothing from the end of the movie in that that concept art
1: but even so why would they destroy them
0: though i don't know i gotta get my hands on this korean uh i know korean
1: i know know. like i kind of want to like go to ebay and like you know five thousand dollars and it's a fake one it can't be, is it? do I don't, no, I don't know. I haven't looked, but um... damn Koreans. <laughs> them, so them we look. have. I'm sure we have listeners there. You're awesome. You're amazing.
0: Listen, stay away from the Chinese. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't why you're saying that, but it just sounds so wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but they've all got the Wuhan <laughs> run. When it's when it's all settles out in about three four months, hopefully, then we can love the Chinese again. But right now,
1: nope. <laughs> um, wow, look, I'm, okay. just
0: being, I'm just being pragmatic.
1: I'm, I'm gonna look this up on eBay real quick just to see. I how doubt close, it's there.
0: How close are you to somebody with the disease? Just so, just so I'm I'm curious. How close are you to somebody with the disease? me, yeah,
1: not at all, as far as I know, okay, so if I walk outside my house, right, yeah,
0: and walk to the other side of the block, I'm in Santa Ana. There's a person in Santa Ana with the coronavirus,
1: <sighs> okay, I'm gonna hang up now because I don't know if this is transmitted by microphone or not.
0: Don't know either, but I know where <laughs> they got it. I, I I know where where apparently they found out they were at they were at they're at a certain mall that caters to Chinese people. I five million people escaped before they locked down they locked down uh they locked down wuhan and then the mayor's like uh five million people left before we locked it down it's like oh come on now
1: (laughs) so far i'm not seeing it on ebay just so you know i'm seeing the visual dictionary but that's it i
0: don't know if i'd want it though it might have the wuhan on it (laughs)
1: Might it really, have the it, Wuhan on it, okay.
0: Because it really shouldn't be called the coronavirus, because then that, that applies. it comes from Hispanics, like the beer Corona. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So you got to call it Wuhan. Uh, or I heard somebody call it. I heard somebody get a little bit racist with it. They called it the Kung Flu, and I thought that was kind of funny. But it's scary. I got people coming into my store now with 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 face masks on, and I'm like, what do you know that I don't know? There were. There were people i was I was working, and there were people that I, I heard, and I'm like, they're speaking Chinese. Oh no, I love I love China. I, I, I love their movies. I love everything about it, but you're scaring me. You might have to edit all this out.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm not the one who's gonna get in trouble from it, so
0: look, i I, I love the Chinese people., <laughs> Okay, yeah. you know who you sound like now? <laughs> A lot of my friends are Chinese.
1: Scaring me with this virus crap. Stop eating um, bats. So Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't find I can't find it for purchase anywhere. The Korean version. That's fine. Anyway, um, I feel like let me check my my personal notes here because I feel like there was something else I was going to talk about, but I can't remember now. Mm, I don't know. No, actually, no, no. I got it all. Everything I was gonna talk about, it's there. Cool. So, everything. Well, everything I was gonna talk about for the week, yeah. Why is there something oh, I'm missing? Oh,
0: can I give can, can I give a plug? I don't know if anybody listens or cares, but can I give a plug? There's a Hi. there's a guy that I <laughs> there's a guy that I follow on um Twitter. It's at at chat. He does YouTube oh, videos. Yeah. Yeah, a uh, nice guy. He he did a good video about uh, the concept art and okay. where these pieces were in relation to
1: the script. Nice. I would and... like to be able to do one myself, but I need the script for that. Hey, if anybody has it, well, remember it, me. It was it was a good
0: twenty minute like video. He he had pictures of the concept art. He talked over it. He plugged it in. It was it was nice. I yeah. I didn't you know I pretty much put it on while I was at work. And when he'd talk about the new thing, I'd pull it up real quick and go, "Oh that picture," and then listen to the rest yeah. Um, but yeah it's it was a good show, so definitely nice. uh if if you don't follow him, uh he's got a nice little little show um, especially you know again, people getting butt hurt or, or trying to say the concept art is no big deal or, or diminishing it it's like are we really in a stage that we don't want behind the scenes making of books on or things about Star Wars?
1: The the production of Star Wars movies is my favorite part of it yes. other than the movies itself.
0: Yes. I've got like 40 different not 40. 25, maybe 20 versions of different Star Wars screenplays. Um, you know, and I have a whole book which is amazing. I I think I I showed you Tim the annotated screenplays. Yes, which which is pretty much the first, you know, it's the original trilogy, but talking about how each draft, what the differences are. I mean, I'd like to see one like that for the prequels. I'd love to see one like that for for um, you know, the, uh, the sequels. Yeah, and who was it? They just had a they just had a book out last year, two years ago, maybe. Uh, I don't remember who it was by, but it was by a company called Taschen, T A S C H E N, and it was like a big, big coffee table book about the making of the Star Wars trilogy. Um, they're doing, they're working on one right now for the Star Wars prequels, and nice. it's gonna come out, gonna come out this year. And it's like, boy, that's great. You know, I, I hope, I hope we get something for the sequels with a little bit of insidery, spoilery. You know, information.
1: So, I still think we're, we're probably a, a still a couple years away from getting the the good stuff, so to speak. Um, but I feel yeah. like it'll happen. I, I I think the thing
0: that bothers me about everything, I've talked about it many times, is that is that I honestly think Colin Trevorrow got the shaft. Um, he didn't get the shaft for, for for whatever reason they didn't like his his screenplay, and that's respectable. I don't hate anybody for that I'm not angry at anybody for that um, because if it's not the direction that Lucasfilm wanted to go it's not the direction they wanted to go I honestly think though that somebody somewhere in higher circles put out a hit job on them to try and you know give a reason why and I don't think it was fair you know I you and, you and I, I think have spoken about that yeah that there's really no way that 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 if i am if he disrespected i mean they implied that he disrespected kathleen kennedy that he was a horrible person to work with in and xyz you know if i'm her husband frank marshall the producer of jurassic world exactly you if you disrespect my wife and this is coming from a guy you know like i said i just married my wife 20 years you know you disrespect my wife <laughs> I am not hiring you for Jurassic World three.
1: I was just gonna say, I guess he's being brought back to write and direct the third right. one.
0: And he just did the he just did the short story, and so it's
1: mm-hmm. like I don't
0: buy any of that. Well, but not only somebody that, put it out there.
1: But like they wanted him; he was one of the finalists to do the Force Awakens after JJ turned it down right. initially, which is why she said, "Hey Frank, I got this nice, promising director. You might want to look into him for Jurassic World, the first one."
0: And at the end of the day, you know, uh, I'm like you, it's probably not, it might be in my top 10 favorite franchises, but I don't know if I like more than 10 franchises. (laughs) Jurassic Park, I'm really happy with what he did with that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw, it's weird, I saw one in the theater, opening day, loved it. Saw two in the theater, opening day, loved it. I didn't see three until DVD many years
1: later. Really?
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't entirely know why, Like, but I did see Jurassic World opening day. I did see the Fallen Kingdom opening day, and I'm really excited for, for this one.
1: See, what I think was really successful about Jurassic World was it reintroduced the concept of, uh, of what we're dealing with here, but in a modern setting for the actual, like, you know the concept itself, like Jurassic world and what it is, the theme park, the successful theme park, all that, it it modernized the story, but it also uh, modernized like the, the setting of how these characters think with the genetics. And, and I mean, obviously genetics are part of the first one, of course, but I'm saying it's more of a modern look at it of modifying them to create something new with the the conversation. I mean, it it just seemed like a, a modern version of the story. Upgraded and up to date. And then the second one with JK Biona doing that really did kind of push a little bit farther out and started to tell a new storyline that was still familiar, but it was uh, a, a different area, similar to other things, but a different area that was being uh, brought out for this. And by the end of it, it really set up for something that we could get that, that is going to be a, a much bigger spectacle that we've had in the series so far. Like you know what I'm saying by that?
0: Oh, I do. I do.
1: Like I feel I don't know if they're going to go that way, but they have the potential to make this a much bigger problem on a bigger scale, a bigger spectacle than than we've had yet. So
0: I Well, think they it's cool. they, set, they set up
1: they set up world to what could
0: have happened after, you know, uh what is it? Uh, Lost Kingdom. You know, they yeah. they yeah. they had tyrannosaurus rex in san diego and they conveniently ship him back and it's all wrapped up in a nice little nice little bow Lost world but this one is yeah i'm sorry did i say fall
1: you said lost kingdom i know you're combining yeah. the two <laughs>
0: well yeah lost world and this one has the has the potential to be that but on a, on a bigger right. scale right and now they're breeding and now they're they're having new kids and now they're having babies
1: Man, you know <laughs> How bad would it be if this the movie ends and you're like there's only five minutes left and the dinosaurs are still around the entire planet? What's gonna happen? And then at the end credits, like right before you just look up and there's just this asteroid approaching Earth. Oh man, don't do that. <laughs> but see the interesting
0: the interesting thing about all of this is that if this was a story in the fifties, let's say, right? Okay. You would be like the military would come out and decimate all of the dinosaurs.
1: You're saying that because of King Kong, aren't you? or I mean uh, Godzilla, aren't you?
0: No, but I'm also saying it because of like, well, Godzilla certainly, King Kong. Uh, what is it? Uh, the atomic ants from from them. Yeah. You know, anytime there's any monster, the military is like, we gotta kill it. <laughs> you know, even even Iron Giant, you know, they want to kill the Iron Giant. Uh, but we're we're a different society now, and so if the dinosaurs came back, you know, and they're living wild in the United States, there will be a group of protesters out there like you cannot kill the dinosaurs. This is murder. Yeah. And so even even if these dinosaurs recently went and, and ate a family on vacation, uh, <laughs> you, you know, I think it's an interesting dichotomy, just where we've come as like kill the monsters to now okay, but let's save the monsters and understand the monsters. They have a right to exist. Right. So I don't know the way the movie's going to go, but it's certainly not going to be. Because if it was the typical 50s, 60s-style monster movie, the military would come out, shoot shoot rockets at the dinosaurs, and the movie's over.
1: <laughs> well, no, but then one of them will become radioactive, one of the Japanese ones, and get a little God, bit spik- yes. spiky back, start to breathe, blue flame. Wait a minute.
0: Can I say real quick that there was a preview for a show? I don't know what channel it was on, but there's a dinosaur running and then a Tyrannosaurus Rex comes out after it, right? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> but the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex had feathers. Oh, uh, really? Because apparently that's the new theory is that they had feathers.
1: Yeah, that's been around for a little while. It's just that the movies, well, the Jurassic Park movies, committed to the look of the original. I, I,
0: I, told, my, I told my wife, nope. Uh uh-uh. uh, nope. Not
1: it. <laughs> well, like they did the Bye. same thing with Velociraptors, you know, they started to add the feathers for Jurassic Park 3, right? Started kind of started throwing them in there to kind of influence that direction. Jurassic World came out and you know, they're like, "Nah, no, screw that. We're going for the classic look."
0: Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't care if it's inaccurate or not. Right now, these things, you know, we have no idea what they look like.
1: Well, I mean, let's be honest. Jurassic Park has inspired like the, just the franchise has inspired a lot of people to get into the field that they're in with the movie i think it's paleontology but there's more to it than that um but while it's very successful at doing that the vast majority of people who watch it do it because it looks cool (laughs) you know so if you add this element to them where the design just doesn't look as cool to people you're gonna lose some some of the audience from that and you know it's it's not exactly supposed to be accurate in the concept of it although we're starting to kind of dangerously close to it, but... Right. <laughs> Initially, it was, it was science fiction. You know, Michael Crichton's made it up in his head. Did you see the the tweet from Phil Tippett the other day? I didn't, but let me look it up.
0: So, Phil Tippett, for anybody who doesn't know, is a very, very famous stop-motion animator. Um, he's responsible for ad-ads, for tauntauns. Uh, he was one of the first people brought in to... Animate the dinosaurs for Jurassic Park. You know when they thought about doing it as, as stop animation, and turns out, well, okay, they didn't go that route. They ended up doing the new route um, of, you know, computer CGI.
1: Right. But
0: he sent out a tweet to Filoni and Favreau that he desperately wants to work with them on Mandalorian. And yeah, this,
1: I this have guy, that here, this
0: this guy's Disney grandfather. I mean, not Disney grandfather, Star Wars grandfather you know yeah when this guy wants to work with you you find a job for him to do
1: yeah that, that's really because, kind of exciting actually I had yeah, here. He,
0: even though they didn't use his like i saw the i saw the screen test yeah so to speak for the for his jurassic park dinosaurs yeah even though they didn't use it it was great
1: yeah, oh, it, it was, like, the most advanced thing. It, it looked very, very good. Steven Spielberg was the one who was like, yeah, it looks very good, but I want it to look 100% real. So he, like, challenged ILM to figure it out, and they did, of course. Um, but, yeah, he, he said it's, like, nothing against the, the stop motion. It looked really good, but that's just not what he wanted. But, no, I have the tweet here. It says, uh, congrats to Jon Favreau on the amazing success of The Mandalorian. It's really something. Reminds me of our adventures making the original trilogy back in the day, shooting from the hip. I tell you, I'd love to come back on board and get my hands dirty with you guys.
0: Oh, man.
1: That would be so sweet.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think it I think it'd be great. I don't know what he do. <laughs>
1: this is so gosh. Someone replied uh to that tweet and said hopefully Phil is serious and not just taunting.
0: Oh, what's <laughs> With a, a picture,
1: with a picture of a Tom. <laughs> wow. Did you okay. see?
0: Did you see? Did you see me tweet out the one day that my son, my this is this is the state of the world, okay, okay, and, and I, I can't do anything about it. But my son is with me. We just he has a day off because it was you know Christmas break or whatever. We went and dropped my wife off to work, and I'm like, "What are you? What are you watching?" He's watching Empire Strikes
1: Back All on right. his phone.
0: On his phone. Okay. First time. All right. Okay. This is the way kids operate. And he's telling me, you know, those, those, the lizards or whatever, the lizards it, it, uh, in the ice, that CGI is pretty bad. It doesn't look good. And I'm like, it's not CGI, it's stop motion <laughs> animation. And he's like, what's that? And I, and I show him and he goes, oh, that's, that's no good. And I'm like, what, what do you mean it's no so good? <laughs> I showed him I showed him Mighty Joe Young, I showed him King Kong, I showed him you know, Jason Argonauts, he's like oh boy, that's, <laughs> that's
1: not really that great, it's like, oh, oh
0: my god, I just want to pull my hair
1: Yeah, I mean wow. you know they 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 came a long way from Jason and the Argonauts to the original Jurassic Park Test though.
0: I I guess, but at the same time it's like, are we really in a world where we can't appreciate that? You know, I know um. there are people out there who are like, I'm not watching a movie that's black and white. It's like, What? <laughs> what, really?
1: Yeah, and I, I, I grew up with that. a tiny
0: TV that was black and white because it was the ones my parents had left over. Here, you want a TV for your room? It's black and white. Fine, I'll take it. But I don't know.
1: I have a headline right here. Marcus it says Honda evacuates, Starbucks stores shut down. Virus impacts businesses. Where? I don't know. Let's click it. Uh oh, in China. All right,
0: that's
1: fair. <laughs> well, if we're suddenly not concerned because it's not our country.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just I gotta get their crap in order before it comes here. <laughs>
1: Let's see. Oh, this says Carnival and Royal Caribbean cruises, I guess, have been it just says impacted. I, I guess they shut down I don't know. Starbucks, McDonald's, and Domino's, Tesla, IMAX, Nissan, Honda, uh McDonald's again, Walt Disney Company, uh, United they closed Airlines
0: down Shanghai Disney indefinitely.
1: Yeah, effective the twenty fifth, so two days ago. Yeah, it's big. The company is offering refunds to guests who bought theme park tickets or reserved rooms in its hotels. We will continue to carefully monitor the situation and be in close contact with the local government, and we will announce the reopening date upon confirmation, is said in a statement. So just real quick, as we're talking about it, this is not really related, but... um, one of the things that I'm kind of a big fan on, if you follow me on Twitter, you probably found out, and um, sorry, but <laughs> there's a there's a game out there, it's called Overwatch, I'm a big fan of it, and there's a league for it, where is people play competitively, professionally, all that kind of stuff. Not gonna get into too many details right now, but this upcoming season for it is starting in two weeks. And this is the first time, it's an international uh, global league. So for the first time, they're gonna have home games around the globe this year, and all the teams are traveling to various locations to play in the home cities. And there are four Chinese teams this year. Uh, and that's been a little bit of a conversation is how that's going to be impacted. Cause they've, it's been a huge deal and ordeal getting this all together, getting each place, a venue rented, selling the tickets, all this kind of stuff. They are deeply committed to this. And like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like this is obviously not even included in this article, but like there are many, many, many things that are being heavily impacted by this. Cause They don't even know how they're going to handle that because you got a ton of international people coming to four cities in China to do these things. So, I know which, by the way, Mark, you should be a fan. There are three California teams for you. Oh, good. There's one from San Francisco. They're the best one, actually. And then there are two from uh, LA. Listen,
0: supposedly there was a disease facility in Wuhan that studied this very virus. Is it a coincidence that it got out?
1: I don't
0: know. <laughs> you know, Tim, I'm trying to I'm trying to tee you up. <laughs> this is the time for like the unsolved mysteries music to pop in.
1: Oh. Wow, yeah. I'm probably not going to put that in there, but I get what you're going for.
0: It needs to be just a little bit more than I don't know. <laughs> Wait till it pops up in your town.
1: Uh, well, I'm hoping it doesn't.
0: Yeah, I was hoping it wouldn't either.
1: Yeah, it's but, now down the street, right? <laughs> right. I, I and, hope uh, I hope uh, you're okay. It's respiratory. Like, don't don't go outside <laughs> ever. Quit your job. Go in your bunker. Stay down until the internet says it's gone. My wife's sick right
0: now. Part of me is looking at her, going, "Do you?
1: <laughs> Do you oh, have the move no. Hmm. I got, I got like coworkers and stuff who've been missing work the past like couple of days because of being sick. So now you got me concerned.
0: Well, sickness is going around. It's going around. I know, but but, but I mean, if they've been on vacation <laughs> to China, it's fair to ask.
1: You know, she was in Beijing far, uh five days ago. No, really? No.
0: Oh. If she was though it's it's fair for you to shun her.
1: <laughs> well, I mean Who's wrong I,
0: with that? I well. Some of my best friends are Chinese.
1: You know, I'm gonna be honest, this is not the conversation I thought we were gonna have when we started this. It's the Wuhan. <laughs> I feel like that would okay. be an amazing name for this episode. It's the Wuhan.
0: Wuhan ain't nothing to F with. I mean, I know it's Wu-Tang, but it's Wuhan ain't nothing to F with. I mean, really. Scary.
1: Well, it says that there are many plants in the area, including PepsiCo. Am I not? I, I can't. I, in the, I think it says in Japan, I think. that, But it's also being somewhat affected or something like that. Like, man, we, would, we, we gotta stop.
0: How is Japan being affected?
1: I, I don't know. So Japan-based have... companies have about fifty-four of the facilities, while U.S. firms account for forty-four, and Europeans about forty.
0: It's funny. My my, my parents are pretty normal. Um, for the most part, they live in Idaho. I, I still plan on moving to Idaho, but there is a part of them that is like doomsday prepper. <laughs> like they literally have like it's two nope. of them in a, in a big house, right? Yeah but they have like a sub zero with tons of food and they have old refrigerators that they use as pantries and they have tons of water stocked up. And they're like, Hey, if things get crazy, <laughs> you, know, you can always come here. And I'm like, all right, well, when it starts hitting Orange County, which is where I live, I'll let you know. And then it hits Orange County. And I'm like, Oh,
1: They are calling you up. Like we got a bed ready. <laughs>
0: Well, and, and then, you know, and, and then we had a tent. So I live right by Little Saigon, which is, you know, a huge Vietnamese community. So I, I go out the other morning and part of my streets cut off. And I'm like, what? why? And there's cops sitting there with giant barricades. And I said, hey, look, I have to take my son to work. You know, how do I get out of here? And he goes, oh, just go around to this street, this street, this street. Well. It's cut off because they're having a giant, giant tech parade. You know, Chinese New Year parade. Uh-huh.
1: Like, uh-uh. year. I'm not going. mm Wuhan. <laughs> well, come on. It's the year of the rat, actually. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, what?
1: They, what? Didn't, they didn't, I didn't put two and two together until just now.
0: Yep. The year of the of the disease spreader. Oh, no. But hey, no, at his, least this is
1: respiratory. It's not It's not spread by rats, so there you go.
0: Listen, you can have it and not even know it for like 7 to 14 days. And in that time, it is... Um, What's the word? Uh, uh, you can spread
1: it. Okay, Mark. You're, you're, uh, infectious. you're like WebMD right now. Where just You're just talking to me and I feel like I'm about to die.
0: I'm just telling you what's going on. Listen, be careful out there, everybody. I would like to be around to see all of all of cool
1: Cas the Cassian series?
0: Hey, maybe. <laughs> Apparently it's a thing. It's gonna happen. They haven't canceled it yet.
1: <laughs> Cancelled it yet. That's optimistic. Uh, you know, listen.
0: I don't I don't trust anything with Lucasfilm anymore.
1: Well, I mean again, the thing is at this point, the track record that they have built is not good. It seems I don't I haven't done the actual math, but I feel like more productions have gone wrong than right at this point.
0: Let's do the math real quick. I'll just make it real quick. Yeah. The so first thing they announce is The Force Awakens. For the most right. part, it's okay. They have to shut down production when when uh, Harrison Ford gets injured. Right. But in the time that the injury happens, they do a lot of re Yeah. They announced two movies also. They announced Rogue One, and they announced a unnamed movie that Josh Trank will be directing. So right. Rogue One suffers tons of reshoots.
1: Tons. Like, brought in tons an entirely reshoots. new director for it.
0: They fire the, or the composer resigns, uh, Alexander right. this plot. he resigns. Right. The movie turns out to be okay, but in the meantime, Josh Trank, who has the unnamed movie, which turns out to be Boba Fett, they fire him. Right, They hire another guy, James Mangold, to do the movie. The movie gets canceled.
1: Right, so he's uh-huh. essentially fired, too.
0: Correct. Last Jedi, no problems, other than they had to... Push production back on it a little bit, or they had to pr- push a release date back on it. But it's not Last Jedi's fault. It's just how Rogue One, the release dates rolled out. So Last Jedi, I don't really see it as ha- having a problem. Yeah. Solo, though, right. they had to find the director's midway through. Right. Bring Ron Howard. Right. obi One apparently, they're working on as a movie.
1: Maybe, for now.
0: <laughs> well, no, they were no, they were working on it, and they had a director attached. I forget the name, and they canceled that movie.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Um, uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank now, but yeah, I can picture him when that was uh, reported.
0: Rise it was of Skywalker, like Steven something. Rise the
1: Skywalker, Colin Trevorrow. They they fired him. Bring mm-hmm.
0: back JJ Abrams, right? Then they say, okay, we're going to do a casting show. The casting show almost gets canceled because of the scripts. Then they bring in another person to do it, and they say, "Okay, it should be okay." Then they announce Obi Wan, and we know the problems initially. Right, things aren't running smoothly. The well, only thing that has been completely smooth seems like Last Jedi, it
1: and maybe Force Awakens, Mandalorian.
0: Well, true. Okay, Mandalorian, yes,
1: but still, like that's not a good ratio of no of problematic to smooth. Mm-mm. I mean, so, here, so cool. I guess I guess at the end of the day, like <laughs> it's going to take a lot for me to uh, see a Lucasfilm logo and be like, all right, well, let's see how this goes. Like, I'm always going to be excited about it unless something crazy happens. Well, uh, I'm going to be
0: excited every time I see a Lucas logo. What I'm not going to be excited about is when they say, hey, right about the yeah, we're announcing something and be like, OK, well, I'll, I'll when I actually see a the trailer. Then I mean, because that's the way it's going to be from now on.
1: Yeah, and even if you look at Rogue One, even once you see the trailers, that doesn't necessarily oh, mean anything.
0: Don't start that. Don't start that with me. <laughs> I still have. I still am angry over that. So,
1: Hey, at least for uh, Rise of Skywalker, we still have the Ben or, or the Kylo on Mustafar throwing people on the ground stuff. Even though that whole yeah. sequence was cut down too, but at least we still have that.
0: Even though in your heart of hearts, you know that was never, ever intended to be Mustafar until they... Yeah, I decided it was suddenly Mustafar because it's red.
1: I think I think they would have been a little bit more explicit with it if it was intended to have been that from the beginning, um, either by yeah, showing yeah. Vader's castle or which uh, there was concept art of Kylo and the Knights of Ren being by what might be Vader's castle. Actually, come to think of it.
0: Yeah, I'm not quite sure why Vader puts his Wayfinder out in the middle of a pasture, right, or or a forest.
1: And like, there's again the concept art of, of the Oracle at in that same scene, which was kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. I I, I kind of had mixed feelings about that. I wasn't that sad when it got cut because when we saw the the design for it, I was like, eh, like it's fine. I don't know. It just didn't really do much for me. And like, it's, it's kind of weird and not a good way to me. Like, there are a lot of Star Wars weird things that are good, but to me, that was a not good weird thing. Um, I kind of got adjusted to it, and it was fine uh so the fact that it got cut i don't really mind too much but anytime lore is cut for like 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 kylo walking on the falcon in the force awakens i deleted the scene that was cool i liked it as a a scene but it's not lore you know And, and this with the oracle would have been additional lore to the story that was cut so that is what i miss about it
0: or even the earlier instance of the or the introduction of the dyad
1: the, the dyad that, yeah, was greatly reduced in its explanation and presence. Yeah, I movie. would rather have
0: rather had that be, you know, because Palpatine's the one who talks about the dyad. He's not the one who said, like, oh, you're a dyad. Right. You know, I, so and and, and I even mean, like, it, in, it in,
1: like in Duel of the Fates with Torvaldum, that whole thing would have been really cool too, with, again, an additional expansion of the lore and all that. So, I mean, I don't know. It's cool. I really, I, I just, I, I cannot express my level of wanting to read that, guys. I, I really want been, to read that.
0: What has been the point of our episode? Um, I think it's been a good episode, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. You oh, know Jordan? what's you know what's hard to do with this show? What? Write notes like for making StarWars.net when we post it and stuff. Like, like writing a notes like what it's about. That's why it's usually just a couple sentences because I'm like we talk about this, this, and that. And just uh, put, just yeah. put
0: Wuhan virus ain't nothing to f with. That's
1: it. I I, I but, don't think that's going to be accurate. In the I mean, that's a that's a part if, of
0: it. But if nobody look, if that doesn't get tons of viewers or <laughs> listeners, I don't know what to say.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna check this before we go. Just as our last or thing, put,
0: or put Mark has the Wuhan.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's not good. Here, I'm gonna check this again as the last thing before we go. Hold on. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Huh. Interesting. I'm looking at the our, our, our listener numbers. And our episode, the one before last, where we talked about Colin Chavarro's script when that was first, yes. first being reported, is one of, just based off memory, it might be a top three episode of all time for us. I don't know if it's number one or not, but it's high up there.
0: So then, here's what you put.
1: Here, hold on. We're gonna do an all-time search. Hold on.
0: We're talking. About, we tell everybody all we talked about this episode was tomorrow. We put it in the thing, and boom, listeners.
1: All right, our top three listened to episodes of all time. Number one is episode 136, where we talked about a bunch of spoilers this past May. Number two is episode 150, where we talked about The Rise of Skywalker Part 1, when Jedi Paxis was coming out with his summaries, and, and we did our Part 1 review of that. And then number three is 167, which was two episodes ago. This is 169 today. Uh, the Trevorrow script details.
0: Dude, let's just talk about Trevorrow all day.
1: <laughs> well, I'd love to, to discuss it if I can read it. Let me see what I can do. I, I, don't, I don't know people. I don't have friends in high places, so...
0: I don't either.
1: <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, as always, Mark, it's been fun. Like at this point, again, I, I just look forward to talking to you about this kind of stuff. And then while we're at it, I record it and put it out there. But I have fun. I hope people do listen in to us. But thank you, because I enjoy it. I have fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're awesome. Welcome. Did you watch the Grammys? No. You're you going to watch the Oscars, though, right? Probably if I have time. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm definitely committing to that after I'm going through all these movies now. So I, I will be there to watch it. So all right, Sweet. I guess we're done. I guess we're done, right? Yeah. Bye, right, everybody. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got a lot. Well, voice, actually, I, like I guess I don't have anything else to add. No, I guess that was fine.
0: Did we literally do an hour and a half on nothing?
1: <laughs> we're we're experts at that. <laughs> well, it wasn't nothing. We talked about Wuhan. What are you talking about? Ooh, Wuhan. Yeah. That's Kung, not nothing. The Kung Flu. Whoa. I'm going to have to like block and report you. That's fine. <laughs> for something like on Twitter, I block and report She's like, why is it being reported for something? He said, not on Twitter. Listen,
0: hopefully I'm around next week.
1: <laughs> Don't podcast. say that.
0: because It's tragic. I'm just telling you, man, you know, I've seen one of the end credits of, uh, uh, Planet of the Apes. Okay. <laughs> the first, the first one. Not scored by Giacchino or or done by Matt Reeves, the first one. Yeah. So this shows the guy who gets the blood splatted on him from the monkey or whatever. He lands here, and then the virus goes out. And those people land here, and the virus goes out. And before you know it, everybody dies. We could have monkeys. <laughs> forget the Forget the impeachment. We might have a monkey president soon.
1: Are you saying that the Planet of the Apes was actually a prophetic documentary more than a science oh, yeah. fiction movie?
0: Oh yeah. Yep. Huh.
1: Okay. Yep.
0: You see that one video of of the hairless like monkey?
1: <laughs>
0: no. Or he's cut. Oh the monkeys are cut without hair.
1: Oh, be afraid. okay. So you say that, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's tragic. That doesn't sound good." Why are you talking about this? I know what you mean now. Okay, go on.
0: Yeah, he's he's more cut than Ben Swallow.
1: <laughs>
0: it is insane, watch to be honest. But you know, wow. I'm bowing down. I'm bound down on my monkey overlord.
1: <laughs> okay, I don't know what's happening right now, but I'm gonna stop the recording before you say it's something that you're gonna regret saying. It, it, recorded. It, look,
0: I'm, I'm about five shots in, two beers, three beers. <laughs> it's the Wuhan. I, this is this is my time to just. This is like you and I are at a bar just chilling, except I'm the only one drinking.
1: Yeah, well, here's it. Well, sometimes, actually, not all the time. I just don't usually tell you. Um, but the other thing is that we're recording this bar conversation and literally broadcasting it to the world.
0: Yeah.
1: Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> all you right. Well, hey, be safe out there, everybody. Yeah. Well, more seriously, if it's like down the street, like you would mostly like be careful. Before you know it, it's going to be down the street from
0: everybody. Bunker down. Start. Start. Go out and buy. Seriously, go out and buy tons and tons of uh, batteries. That's all. The, oh. the, the, Those battery packs. No, those battery packs. Download it's a bunch of movies. No, shut up. Download a bunch of movies <laughs> and shows you haven't seen. Okay. Come into your house, shut the doors, you have tons of little battery packs that you plug into your phone
1: and you just watch Netflix all day. Why Things do you need battery seen. packs? Is it going to infect the power grid?
0: Mm, you never know. What if there's a Wuhan who's running the, uh, who's running the, the grid and...
1: <laughs> a Wuhan?
0: Now they dead. A Wuhan. <laughs> Listen, like I said, coronavirus <laughs> don't work for me. You might as well call it Modelo virus. Or Pacifico <laughs> virus. You might as well call it any beer. Besides Corona.
1: What about a Bud Light?
0: No. No. Oh. No. No, that's. Kineken? That's a No. They're, Fat tire. The Fat tire is disgusting. Okay, look, I like it. That's because you're disgusting. Anyways, listen. Just be prepared. That's all I'm saying. Keep on down low.
1: Wuhan, coming. <laughs> Okay, well, I have nothing to make that better, so I'm just going to end it, and then we'll uh, have everybody next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.